Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu O you who have believed Allah says Qu anfusakum Save yourselves Protect yourselves Qu This is from the word taqwa Because Wa It means to protect and to save To shelter In the sense that You know that there is danger around you So you You gather yourself together You become cautious You become careful In order to protect yourself from getting hurt So Qu you should save anfusakum yourselves wa ahlikum and also your families naran from fire. Save yourselves and your families. Family includes who? Spouse, children, parents, siblings, those who are related to you, those that you live with, those you share your blood with, your families, those whom you love. Save them and save yourselves from what? From a fire. Which fire is this? The fire of this world? No. Because the fire of this world, what can it be fueled by? It can be fueled with wood. Isn't it? With basic things. But this fire, waquduha, its fuel is annasu wal hijara. It is people and stones. What will keep that fire burning is what? It will be people, those who are being punished in it, and stones. Why stones? Because if you think about it, wood, when you throw it in fire, it burns out very quickly. Isn't it? Wood turns into ashes very quickly. But this fire, fire of hell, is so strong, it is so powerful, it is so hot, that wood would not even remain in it for a moment. It is only stones. Tough, hard, solid stones that could be in that fire. And this fire is such that alayha malaikatun. Upon it are angels. Meaning angels are appointed over it to guard it, to fuel it, to ensure that it keeps burning and to ensure that those who are in it don't come out. These angels... How are they? They are ghilaghun. They are tough, stern, shidadun, severe. Ghilaghun is a plural of ghaliz. And who is ghaliz? Ghilzah is used for the harshness of the heart. The harshness of the heart. That when a person doesn't have any mercy, he doesn't feel sorry, he doesn't feel compassion, he's not affected or moved by the misery and the pain that he witnesses. Heartless. غليظ القلب A person who is hard-hearted. The person who has a hard heart. This is غليظ القلب. Allah says that عَلَيْهَا مَلَائِكَةٌ غِلَاظٌ Over hell, such angels are appointed that are harsh in their manner. They don't have any mercy in their hearts. And they're shidadun. Shidad, plural of shadid. And who is shadid? One who is Shadid in his badan, in his body. Severe and tough, meaning physically strong. Cannot be defeated. Cannot be fought against. Ghilaghun shidadun. And these angels, moreover, they are such that لا يعصون الله They do not disobey Allah. Concerning what? Concerning ما أمرهم. Concerning that which He has ordered them. 
then what do they do? If they don't disobey Allah, what do they do? وَيَفْعَلُونَ And they do مَا يُؤْمَرُونَ Whatever they are commanded. They do whatever they are ordered. Without any neglect or excess or delay. They do immediately whatever Allah orders them. Who is addressed in this ayah? How does the ayah begin? يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا It is the people who have iman who are being commanded over here. Who are being addressed over here. What is the instruction? What is it that the believers have to do? قُوْ أَنفُسَكُمْ وَأَهْلِيكُمْ نَارًا Save yourselves and your families from the fire. What does this mean? That even if a person has faith in their heart, they are still at risk. They are still at risk of being admitted into hellfire. So they must actively do something to save themselves from hellfire. It is not sufficient to just say, I believe. It is not sufficient to just say, yes, I have faith in my heart. Iman includes statements and feelings and actions. It's something active. Iman means that you must do something. But what have we done? We think if you have iman, if you believe, then just take a seat, sit back, and chill. Take it easy. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us the exact opposite. Don't take it easy. Save yourself. And not just yourself, but also your families. Be concerned. Because it could be one word. It could be one action. It could be one doubt. قُوْ أَنفُسَكُمْ وَأَهْلِيكُمْ نَارًا Because this fire is not like any fire that you've witnessed. It's very different. It is so severe that its fuel are people and stones. Meaning the only thing that could survive in that fire, that could bear, that could actually burn in that fire, not bear, but burn in the fire, are people and stones. People, how? How could people last in that fire? Or how could they burn in that fire? Because their skins will be replaced over and over again. And these stones, what are these stones? We learn from a hadith that Ibn Mas'ud radiallahu anhu said that these stones are of kibrit, which is sulfur, which was created the day the heavens and the earth were created. They're that old. So you can imagine how tough they are. And you know how bad sulfur smells. عَلَيْهَا مَلَائِكَةٌ Save yourself from this fire because there's no escape from it. There's no compassion there. No mercy there. The angels are merciless and they're also very tough in their manner. Very strong in their bodies. In this world what happens? If a person is put in a prison for some time, then what do they do? Sometimes they fight off the guards. Sometimes they bribe the guards. Isn't it? They bribe them or they threaten them. I've got people outside. They will do this and this to your family. You better cooperate with me. Right? There's so many ways of getting out. But hellfire is such that there's no way of getting out because the angels are powerful and they're also merciless. And 
They never disobey Allah with regards to what He has ordered them. If He has commanded them to inflict a certain punishment, then they will do it. Whatever Allah tells them, they do it. The Prophet ﷺ, he said, the religion will become dominant. Meaning a time will come when Islam will spread across the seas until horses are heavily used in the way of Allah. Then a people will come who will read the Qur'an. And when they will have read it, meaning once they complete their reading of the Qur'an, they will say, قَدْ قَرَأْنَا الْقُرْآنَ فَمَنْ أَقْرَأُ مِنَّا We have read the Qur'an. Who has read it better than us? Meaning we know what's in the Qur'an. They will say, مَنْ أَعْلَمُ مِنَّا Who knows better than us? Meaning we know what the Qur'an says. We have knowledge of the Qur'an. The Prophet ﷺ, he asked the Sahaba, do you see any good in these people? Do you see any good in these people? Those who are bragging about their knowledge of the Qur'an? Meaning if they haven't gained humility from the Qur'an, what have they gained from the Qur'an? The Sahaba said, no, we don't see any good in these people. The Prophet ﷺ, he said, they will be from you, from this ummah, but they will be the fuel of the fire. They will be the waqood of hellfire. It is not enough to just know what the Qur'an says. It is not enough to just read what is in the Qur'an. It is not enough to just learn and recite. It is necessary that we must do what Allah tells us in this book. And we must refrain from what Allah prohibits us in this book. Because if we begin playing with the laws of Allah, changing the halal into haram and haram into halal, that we read yet we don't respect those rules, then that is not iman. Iman is what? Al-qubul, it is to accept wal-id'an, and accept wholeheartedly as in to bring it into one's actions. So Allah says, يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا قُوْ Save yourselves. Don't just read and read and read. Do something to save yourself. And how do you do that? By doing what Allah has told you in this book. Staying away from what He has warned you of in this book. And oftentimes what happens is that a person learns the deen, but then they limit the teachings of the deen to just themselves. What does Allah say over here? Save yourselves and your families. And your families. When you go out in the cold, it's getting cold now. When you go out in the cold, do you just wear a jacket or warm clothing yourself? No, you remind each other also. It's raining. It's going to rain again. It's windy. It's this temperature. We remind each other. Even though everybody has their phone, they can check the weather. Right? But we remind each other. Why? Because we're concerned about their health. Well, what about their eternal abode? The Prophet ﷺ, he said that كُلُّكُمْ رَاعٍ Each and every one of you is a shepherd, is a guardian. You are responsible over somebody or something. And you will be asked about your responsibilities. So where we are responsible for our children maybe, yes we are concerned about their breakfast, and we're concerned about what they wear, and we're concerned about their homework, what about their akhirah? 
What about their Qur'an? What about their salah? قُوْ أَنفُسَكُمْ وَأَهْلِيكُمْ نَارًا The Prophet wasallam said to his daughter Fatima, O Fatima, daughter of Muhammad wasallam, save yourself from the fire. I have no power to protect you from Allah in anything except that I would sustain relationship with you. Meaning right now, I can teach you, I can help you. But on that day, I cannot help you. Do something right now to save yourself. In Surah Taha, Ayah 132, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَأْمُرْ أَهْلَكَ بِالصَّلَاةِ وَاسْطَبِرْ عَلَيْهَا Instruct your family to pray, and you also remain firm on your prayer. Tell your family, and also observe it yourself. يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا O you who have denied, لَا تَعْتَذِرُوا الْيَوْمِ Do not make excuses that day. Meaning in the fire, when certain people will be admitted into the fire, then what will they do? They will make excuses. Well, we're here because we obeyed such people. We're here because we never really learned. We are here because we became lazy. As always, whenever we suffer from some harm, we come up with excuses. We come up with excuses. Whereas the fact is that we are responsible. So the people in hell will be told, do not make any excuses. إِنَّمَا تُجْزَوْنَ You are only being recompensed. مَا كُنْتُمْ تَعْمَلُونَ For what you used to do. This is what you prepared yourself. This is what you put forth for yourselves. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا Another command. O you who have believed, تُوبُوا إِلَى اللَّهِ All of you repent to Allah. Tubu, all of you repent. We think tawbah is for who? Only those people who are addicted to alcohol. Or tawbah is for the guy or the girl you know, who's in an unlawful relationship. Tawbah is for who? It is for alladhina amanu. For those who say, we believe. Tawbah is for you and I. It's for all of us. What does tawbah mean? What is repentance? To realize the mistake that we're doing. Where we're falling short. Where we are disobeying our Lord. To recognize that. To admit that. To accept that. To feel bad about it. And to beg Allah for forgiveness. And to intend never to repeat it again. This is tawbah. Tawbah comes after realization. So tubu. See, look at yourself. Identify your mistakes. See where you're falling short. See where you are neglecting in your duty to Allah. Tubu ilallah. Repent to Allah. What kind of repentance? Tawbatan, a repentance that is nasuha, that is sincere. Nasuh is from nusr, noon sadha. And nasuh, nasr is basically ikhlas. It is, it is purity. It is said, asalun nasih. Asal, honey, that is nasih, meaning that it's clear and pure. Clear and pure. You don't see anything in it. You know what kind of honey I'm talking about? Honey that's clear. Tawbatan nasuha. What is tawbatan nasuha? Meaning sincere, honest, truthful, genuine repentance from your heart. But what do we do? We say, tawba, tawba, tawba. Astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah. We say it outwardly, but in our heart, do we mean it? 
Tawbatan nasuha, mean it. Be honest in your repentance to Allah. Be true to yourself and be true to your Lord. Tawbatan nasuha. And if you do that, what will happen? Asa rabbukum an yukaffira ankum sayyiatikum. Hopefully, your Lord will remove from you your misdeeds. When you will repent, then Allah will remove your errors from you. And when He will remove your errors from you, then وَيُدْخِلَكُمْ جَنَّاتٍ He will admit you into gardens. تَجْرِي مِنْ تَحْتِهَا الْأَنْهَارِ Underneath which rivers flow. If you will repent, then Allah will cleanse you of your sins. And once there is cleansing, only then can there be beautification. Because what comes first? تَخْلِيَ or تَحْلِيَ تَخْلِيَ What is تَخْلِيَ? To get rid of the filth. Sins are a filth. So when we seek forgiveness, then there is purification, there is tahliya, removal of sins. And then after that, there is tahliya, there is reward. There is admitting into paradise. وَيُدْخِلَكُمْ جَنَّاتٍ تَجْرِي مِنْ تَحْتِهَا الْأَنْهَارِ Hassan al-Basri, he was asked about tawbah al-nasuha. And he replied, that tawbah al-nasuha, it is such in which there is nadam bil-qalb. Nadam bil qalb that in your heart you feel regret. In your heart you are sorry that you did something or you said something that you shouldn't have. You looked at someone the way you should not have looked at. You thought something that you should not have. Nadam bil qalb feeling sorry in the heart. Wal istighfar bil lisan. But then you don't just feel bad in your heart and dwell in that Sadness, no. Istighfar bil lisan. You begin to seek forgiveness upon your tongue. You say, astaghfirullah wa atubu ilayh. You say, oh my Lord, forgive me. Oh my Lord, pardon me. Rabbi ghfirli. Istighfar bil lisan. And then, watark bil jawarih. Leaving the sin. Not that a person is watching something they shouldn't be watching. And as they're watching, Astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah. Tawbah, tawbah, tawbah. No, this is not tawbah al-nasuha. Tawbah al-nasuha is that if it's not appropriate, then you turn that off. Tark bil jawarih. You leave it. And then, finally, firm resolve to not return. To not do it again. This kind of tawbah, Allah says when you will do it, He will pardon you and admit you into paradise. On which day? On the day when يَوْمَ لَا يُخْزِ اللَّهُ النَّبِيَّ On the day when Allah will not humiliate His Messenger, His Prophet وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا مَعَهُ And also those who believed with Him. On the day of judgment when Allah will not يُخْزِ His Prophet or the believers. What is the khizi? What is the humiliation of the day of judgment? What is the disgrace of the day of judgment? That a person is admitted into hellfire. As we learn in the Quran, رَبَّنَا إِنَّكَ مَنْ تُدْخِلِ النَّارَ فَقَدْ أَخْزَيْتَ That, oh my Lord, whoever you admit into the fire, then certainly you have humiliated him. So those who do tawbah al-nasuha, Allah will save them from such disgrace on the day of judgment. And remember that everyone has to cross over hellfire. Everyone has to approach hellfire. Some will cross it and some will fall into it. How is it that people will cross the hellfire? Through the bridge, through the sirat. 
It is only after crossing it that a person can enter paradise. So Allah says that He will not humiliate the Prophet and the believers, meaning they will cross over the hellfire safely. Nuruhum. But remember that on this bridge is complete darkness. Before this bridge is complete darkness, as the Prophet ﷺ said. And in Surah Al-Hadid also we learn about this. That at that time, people will be granted their own light. Each person will be given his own light. And it's with that light that he will cross the sirat. He will cross the bridge. So nuruhum, their light, meaning the light that Allah will give to those who believe, it will be how? It will be yasa bayna aidihim wa bi aymanihim. It will be running. It will be moving ahead in front of them and also on their right. Meaning this light will lead the way. It will take them forward. And we know that light also has speed, right? So yasa nuruhum bayna aidihim wa bi aymanihim. Yaquluna they will say. At that time, Rabbana, O our Lord, Atmim Lana Nurana, O our Lord, complete and perfect for us our light, Wafir Lana and forgive us, Innaka ala kulli shayin qadir, indeed you are over all things competent. They will ask Allah to complete and perfect this light. Why? So that they can enter paradise. They can make it to the other side. When will they say this? As we learn in Surah Al Hadid, that some people, their light will extinguish, it will flicker, and it will die out. And who are these people? Those who played with the commands of Allah. The hypocrites. Those who did not have sincere faith. They did not have the light of iman in this world, and on the day of judgment they will not have the light to lead them to paradise. So the believers at that time will pray, Rabbana atmim lana nurana. O Allah, O our Lord, perfect for us our light. Waghfir lana and forgive us. Innaka ala kulli shayin qadir. Ya ayyuhan nabiyyu. Remember this is a madani surah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala addresses His Messenger. O Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, jahidil kuffara wal munafiqeen, strive hard against those who deny and against those who are hypocrites. Strive hard against them. How did the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam strive hard against the deniers? We see that yes, there were battles. But how is it that he strove hard against the munafiqeen? Did he fight them in battle? No, he didn't. And this shows to us that jihad is not just fighting in battle. It's not just warfare. It's not just killing. Jihad is much bigger than that. What is jihad? It is to strive hard, to work hard in the path, in the cause of what you believe in. To put your maximum effort. So strive hard against the munafiqeen. Meaning when they create hurdles in your path, when they push back and they create obstacles in your way to Allah, don't become weak over there. Be strong. Fight back. Resist. You know, for example, if somebody is, let's say you're driving, right? And somebody keeps cutting you off and doesn't let you drive smoothly. What do you do? You just let them do it? If they're tailgating you, right? Or then they are right in front of you, and then they keep braking at the wrong time, and they're not really driving in the right way. What do you do? 
Okay, let them be. No, because if you put yourself in that situation, you're going to get hurt. What do you do? You avoid it immediately. And the best thing that you could do is just, you know, just go fast and get ahead of them somehow. Right? So, جَاهِدِ الْكُفَّارَ وَالْمُنَافِقِينَ When they're creating obstacles in your path, don't be weak over there. Be strong over there. When they bully you and they discourage you with their words, and they lie to you when they cheat you, then don't take it. Don't accept it. Be strong over there. Be tough over there. وَغْلُضْ عَلَيْهِمْ And be tough with them. غِلْضَ We learned earlier, this is غَلِضَ الْقَلْبِ Harshness in the heart. Right? But remember that this is in manner, in one's dealing with someone. So وَغْلُضْ عَلَيْهِمْ Meaning be strict with them. When you're dealing with them, be strict and firm. وَمَأْوَاهُمْ جَهَنَّمْ And realize that their refuge is hell. وَبِئْسَ الْمَصِيرِ And wretched is that destination. ضَرَبَ اللَّهُ مَثَلًا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has presented an example. An example that is relevant to who? An example that is relevant to لِلَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا For those who deny. And what is that example? It is of امْرَأَةَ نُوحٍ وَامْرَأَةَ لُوطٍ the wife of Nuh alayhi salam and the wife of Lut alayhi salam. This is the example that Allah presents that is relevant for those who deny. The wife of Prophet Nuh alayhi salam. The wife of Prophet Lut alayhi salam. Allah says, Kanata, both of these women were tahta, under, abdaini, two servants. Which are these two servants? Nuh alayhi salam, Lut alayhi salam. Min ibadina of our servants that were salihain, that were both righteous. Nuh alayhi salam was a righteous servant of Allah, a prophet of Allah. Lut alayhi salam, a righteous servant of Allah, a prophet of Allah. And these two women were under them, married to them. But what happened? Fakhanatahuma. But they betrayed them both. They were treacherous to them. How did they betray them? This was not betrayal in terms of marriage, in terms of marital relationships. No. This was betrayal with respect to iman. Because these two prophets, what is it that they brought? What is it that they taught? Iman. So their wives, they outwardly accepted faith. But in their hearts, they concealed disbelief. This was their betrayal. They weren't sincere in their faith. They weren't loyal in their faith. فَخَانَتَاهُمَا فَلَمْ يُغْنِيَا So what happened? When they were insincere themselves, could their husbands help them? Allah says, فَلَمْ يُغْنِيَا عَنْهُمَا They could not help them. مِنْ اللَّهِ from Allah شَيْئًا anything. They could not save them from Allah's punishment. Prophet Nuh could not save his wife from Allah's punishment. Prophet Lut could not save his wife from Allah's punishment. Why? Because his wife herself was not sincere. Waqila and it was said, Udukula, both of you enter Annara the hellfire, Ma'addakhilin with those who enter. Even though they were married to the best of men, their marriage did not help them because they did not help themselves. وَضَرَبَ اللَّهُ And Allah also presents مَثَلًا an example for who لِلَّذِينَ آمَنُوا For those who believe. 
an example that is relevant to the believers. What is this example? Imra'ata Fir'aun. It is the example of the wife of Fir'aun. إِذْ قَالَتْ When she said, رَبِّ بْنِلِي O my Lord, build for me. Ibni from the word bunyan, bina, to build, to construct. So she said, O my Lord, construct for me. You build for me. عِنْدَكَ Near yourself, near you, meaning in Jannah, بَيْتًا A house fill Jannah in paradise. O my Lord, you build a house for me near you in Jannah. I want to be close to you. Wanajini and save me. Min Fir'aun from Fir'aun wa amalihi and his deed. Which deed? His oppression, his torture. Wanajini min al and save me from the wrongdoing people. Who was this woman? The wife of Fir'aun. What was her name? Asiya. Who was she married to? The most abusive man on earth. The worst man, you could say. Because if he killed all those magicians, then he killed thousands of people in one day. And he didn't just kill them, he brutally killed them. As we learn in the Qur'an, that how he cut off their hands and feet from the opposite sides and crucified them and left them to die. And he did something similar to his wife Asiya also when she believed. When she believed, we learn in a hadith, this is reported in As-Siltratul Sahiha. Abu Hurairah anhu reported that Fir'aun had fastened four spikes on his wife in both her hands and feet. Four spikes in both her hands and feet. So basically she couldn't move. She was nailed. She was nailed. She couldn't move. You can imagine the pain in the hands and the feet. And whenever they would go away, meaning the guards that he had appointed over her to ensure that she wouldn't move and to continue to torture her while she was nailed, whenever they would go away, meaning they would need a break, they would go away, the angels would shade her. They would get tired of torturing her. So the angels would shade her. And she said, O my Lord, build for me near you a house in paradise and save me from Fir'aun and his torture and save me from the wrongdoing people. So, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala removed the veil of the unseen and showed her her house in paradise. Another example for the believers, Allah says, Maryam, and also Maryam, Ibnata Imran, the daughter of Imran. Who was she? Allati ahsanat farjaha. She was the one who guarded and protected her chastity, her private part, meaning she'd never committed any zina. أَحْصَنَتْ فَرْجَهَا فَنَفَخْنَا فِيهِمْ الرُّوحِنَا So we blew into her our ruh, meaning the ruh that Allah has created. The ruh that He puts in people, right? In order to bring them to life. And what this refers to is Isa alayhi salam. Right? That how she conceived him miraculously because this was Allah's decision. وَصَدَّقَتْ بِكَلِمَاتِ رَبِّهَا And she confirmed, she verified the words of her Lord. Meaning, whatever Allah commanded, she believed in it. She didn't change it. She didn't leave it. وَكُتُبِهِ And also his books. وَكَانَتْ مِنَ الْقَانِتِينَ And she was of the devoutly obedient. We see four women mentioned over here. Two women versus two other women. Who are the first two women? Women with the most ideal circumstances. Women who were married to the prophets of Allah. 
And two other women are mentioned. Who are these two other women? Whose circumstances were ideal? Whose husbands were the best, the most righteous? Not at all. On the one hand, we have Asiya who was married to the worst man on earth. And on the other hand, we have Maryam who was never married. She was a single mom. At the end, who was successful? Was it the women with the best husbands who succeeded? No. It was the women who took responsibility for themselves. It was the women who were not dictated by their circumstances. But they took initiative. They took responsibility for themselves. And they believed. And they did what Allah wanted them to do. Even though the whole world was against them. So what does this mean then? What does this mean? Is it your circumstances that lead you to success? Is it? No. It's you. It's about what you want to do. Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhu said, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam drew four lines on the ground. Four lines. And he said, do you know what these lines represent? And the Sahaba said, Allah and His Messenger know best. He said, the best among the women of paradise are Khadija radiallahu anha, Khadija bint Khuwailid, Fatima bint Muhammad, Maryam bint Imran, and Asiya bint Muzahim, the wife of Fir'aun. These two women made it amongst the ranks of who? The best women in the world. Let's listen to the recitation of the surah. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا أيها النبي لم تحرم ما أحل الله لك تبتغي مرضات أزواجك والله غفور رحيم قد فرض الله لكم تحلة أيمانكم وَاللَّهُ مَوْلَاكُمْ وَهُوَ الْعَلِيمُ الْحَكِيمُ وَإِذْ أَسَرَّ النَّبِيُّ إِلَى بَعْضِ أَزْوَاجِهِ حَدِيثًا فَلَمَّا نَبَّأَتْ بِهِ وَأَظْهَرَهُ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ عَرَّفَ بَعْضَهُ وَأَعْرَضَ عَنْ بَعْضٍ فَلَمَّا نَبَّأَهَا بِهِ قَالَتْ مَنْ أَنْبَأَكَ هَذَا قَالَ نَبَّأَنِيَ الْعَلِيمُ الْخَبِيرِ إِنْ تَتُوبَا إِلَى اللَّهِ فَقَدْ صَغَتْ قُلُوبُكُمَا وَإِنْ تَظَاهَرَا عَلَيْهِ فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ هُوَ مَوْلَاهُ وَجِبْرِيلُ وَصَالِحُ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ وَالْمَلَائِكَةُ بَعْدَ ذَلِكَ ظَهِيرٌ عَسَى رَبُّهُ إِنْ طَلَّقَكُنَّ أَنْ يُبْدِلَهُ أزواجا خيرا منكن مسلمات مسلمات مؤمنات طانتات تائبات عابدات سائحات ثيبات وأبكارا يا أيها الذين آمنوا قوا 